in the sleepy town of Banksburg, at the top of Peak Audio, lies the Puffin Publishing House, the last refuge for the greatest literary minds in history. This is the Puffin Publishing Podcast. Time here is not much longer, nurse. Were you able to get any of my family to come? <coughs> oh, I think I hear someone rap tap tapping on my <coughs> chamber door right now. Hey, buddy, it's okay. Oh, shoo, 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 shoo. everything's gonna be fine now. Oh, um, I'm sorry. <coughs> do I do I know you? Yes. I'm famous author Jane Austen, here to show you off into the next life. Are you the the Grim Reaper? Yeah. Well, I'm one of them. It's a part-time job. So I'm going... So not like everyone that dies is going to see me, but about 50% of people when they die are going to see this in front of them. So I'm already dead? Oh, yeah. No, that's sign sealed delivered. Okay. Uh, no, you no. are on your way out. I am just None here my family to give it? you... No, 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 oh, no. Oh, they're purposefully avoiding you. Remember last Thanksgiving when you said all those racist things? They've been dodging you since then. Oh, you're not <coughs> supposed to say those things? No, never out loud or to yourself. You're a bad person. Oh. But before you go to hell, <coughs> I'm here to make that transition smooth. I'm here to kind of give you, not in like a Christmas carol kind of way where I'll like show you your whole life because it's too late to fix it. You're fucked. But I can at least show you like a nice PowerPoint presentation on your way. Like something that will make you happy. I'm not the ghost of Christmas yet to come. I've got two kids under my dress. That one's Famine and that one's Steve. Hi Steve. Hello. I have so many questions. And I can't really answer many of them at all. It's a mystery to me, too. I just answered this ad on Craigslist, and now I show people to the afterlife. Can I... I know you can't answer them, probably, but can I still just ask you them? Go for it! Just in hopes. Fire away. You have literally nothing to lose. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. First question. Uh Uh-huh. If I'm dead already, why am I still showing symptoms of the sickness that I had? <laughs> oh, see, when you're dead, when your soul is suspended in the afterlife, uh-huh. you will live how you died. So there's going to be a lot of beheaded people? <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a lot of people carrying around their own heads. There's a lot oh, of, like, <laughs> dumb assholes jumping off of roofs down there. There's a lot of, like, kids eating shit they weren't supposed to. Oh, so, like, no. if you see a small child down there with, like, a bottle of bleach... You'll know that that was a real dumb kid. So you opened and he's up, stuck that way forever. So you opened up a whole other batch of questions. I'm gonna forget my original second question. Does this? I know I'm going to hell. You told me. Yeah. <coughs> but does does this go for the same way for heaven too? Are there a bunch of people? <coughs> 
walking around with bullet wounds and their guts hanging out in heaven? Because that doesn't <coughs> sound like heaven to me. Oh, no, no, no. If you go to heaven, everything gets patched up and literally everyone in heaven becomes instantly prettier. It's just a bunch of fucking Reese Witherspoons up there. Oh, no. <coughs> Oh. I know, a whole heaven full of Reese Witherspoons. Oh, Sounds like my personal hell, am I right? Oh, but I'm... seriously, it's so great and you can't go. I wish I wasn't sick because I was going to make that joke too, but you beat me to it. I know, you're, you're wheezing, which I will remind you, is forever. I hate this. <laughs> it's really preventing your comedic timing. I know. <laughs> you know what, you know what, for the sake of this, I'm going to bibbidi-bobbidi-boo it away, just for this conversation. But when you go to hell, <laughs> you'll be coughing... <laughs> You'll be wheezing like a motherfucker. But right now, let's just press the digitation. Now you can speak like a man. Wow, I never thought I would get that out of my system. Finally got my voice back. By the way, I was the homeless man with the golden radio voice that you heard. Holy shit! <laughs> that was me. Wow, what uh, a magical Christmas Eve broadcast that I was. I got so many voiceover jobs after that that it ruined my voice, and that's what made me so sick. So thank you for oh. curing me of that. I hate that I'm going back to uh, hell with the, uh, the coughing. My original second question is, the transition to hell's being made smooth? Well, yeah, like, listen, God doesn't want you, but he oh, does, man. like, if you're going to be banished down there forever, at least we can give you, like, a nice ride away. Like, you know those times that you hook up with somebody, mm -hmm. and, like, and then the next day you don't want to talk to them, and you mm. kick them out of your bed, but you can at least call them an Uber? Oh, That's okay. what God's doing. He's calling you an Uber. I'm glad I don't have to take a walk of shame to hell. Yes, that's... That would be bad if you had yesterday's high heels in your hands. No, you can feel... You can feel safe, you little slut. We're gonna send you off to hell in style. Last question, and then we'll get back on track. Okay. 50% of Grim Reapers are Yeah, you? I'm one of the two Grim Reapers. Who is the other Grim Reaper? All of Blue Oyster Cult. I they don't want you to... When they told you not to be afraid of the Reaper, it was instructions oh, that when you die gotcha. and all okay. of Blue Oyster Cult appears in front of you, they don't want you to be afraid because that's really annoying. Oh, make Trust sure. me, okay. like when someone's like, ah, ah, the Green Reaper's here to claim me. It's like, God damn it, I've got a schedule to keep. And to be honest, when I was laying back there on my deathbed, like if a man with a sickle and a black hood came in, that would have terrified or me. Or like four men from the 70s. <laughs> or four men. But with sickles and base guitars. So I wasn't, I didn't think anything. Whenever a gay British chicken from Chicken Run came in here, I was totally fine. <laughs> That's me, Jane Austen, the gay British chicken. So anyway, about that PowerPoint. Yeah. Well, what would you like to see? You're about to go to hell forever. The mm -hmm. only thing you're going to see for the rest of eternity mm -hmm. is a bunch of headless people, some kids drinking bleach, and like Satan's dirty butthole. So like, mm. what would you, what is the last thing you want to see before all that whole shit? All right, let me, uh, let me weigh the options here. Okay. Uh, I would have, I would like to have seen my life if I hadn't turned to drugs and Got me on the streets. You sure? I, well, because uh, that, like, let me tell you, I can see that it's really great, and mm. you might not want to see like how fucking good your life is in that other reality since you live this one. Good point. Good point. Um, family's well, gone. He's going to hell. Family's gone. I don't want to see how great my life was. The only thing I had there for a long time was my golden radio voice. So you know what? I want to see the one that got away. I want to see the commercial that I would have done the voiceover for. The 
dream commercial job I always had. I always wanted to do a commercial for Blue Apron. They let you can they let you say anything in the ads. Maybe. Well, you know what? I can give that to you. And let's hear what that sounds like right now. <laughs> Processed food, takeout food, fast food. I'm wrecking your insides. I'm so bad for you. Oh my god. Oh my god. I can't believe it. The dream job that I would have had, the dream blue apron job I would have had, I would have had to do that voice. It would have wrecked my voice regardless. I was doomed. I looked at death and I said, I am doomed to you. I was going to die regardless. I was going to die this horrible death. Has life always been so meaningless? Have we, has our fate been predetermined? Have we had no choice? Has our whole, has my entire time on this planet been an illusion of choice? Was I always doomed? To have this horrible, horrible fate? Free will is bullshit, your life is a toilet. Now tell with you, bye! <laughs> Blue Apron. It is I, Samuel Johnson, literary mastermind, and I'm going to do the thing no one thought possible. I'm going to write a dictionary. A book full of words and what the words mean. It's the latest thing. Thing, which is an item. You there, do you have a word you'd like everyone to know the meaning of? That's right. I've always wanted to know what a strumpet is. Let me tell you what it is. What's a strumpet? It's okay. It's what I call a lady. What done has them loose morals, sir? You mean like a Scotswoman? S sure. I guess I was thinking more like like a Harley. A Scottish woman. That's how it's going down in oh, the book. All right. Thank you, street urchin man. You're welcome. You there, fishmonger person. <laughs> oh. It's just me, Mr. Connery. <laughs> yes, Mr. Connery, I love your fish sticks. You love me? Well, guess who's Scotsman? Guess who's a Scotsman? I'm guessing you? Yes. And I've watched you talk down on my people for some time now. What? What? Just because I put in the dictionary, butthole, the thing that a Scotsman has on his face, and then I put shit as everything a Scotsman says. That's incorrect. Now, I will make you write this new definition. Of what? Best. Best? Alright. What a Scotsman can never aspire to be. Oh, I've got one. Oh, I've got one. Haggis breath. Haggis breath? Haggis breath. I've got one. Golf jockey. You're just saying words. Any definitions, man? I've definitions. I've got one. Kilt face. Kilt face? Alright, you know what, I'll put that as a definition for golf jockey, which in turn will say, see haggis breath. Yeah, 
And it all means Scotsman. It does. Boy, I hate them. I wish they'd Brexit stage left. I've got one for you. It's what? called Joke. And that's what you call every other country that's not Scotland. <laughs> this got divisive, it did, it did. All right, so, sorry, what, 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 what was your joke? Joke. Everything that's not Scotland. All right, I'm putting that as an example of unfunny. What? Listen! No, it's in the book now! That's what it always is, Connery! Erase it! Erase it now! Hey, Cat, it's ink! I don't... Does this quill have an eraser? Does it? No! We don't have those yet! I'll wash that. I've seen through time and space! I know that one day, this book, this tome that will be as tall as a Scotsman's pride, which really is not that tall after all, Will one day be in a small metal box that's oh. powered by lightning? Dictionaries will go out of style. They'll never be in style. They'll be around forever, Connery. <laughs> you and your fishmongering business will be dead in the ground. Hold on. Hold on. Can I see that dictionary what's you done holding in your hands? You may, urchin man. Thank you. I have a question I'd like to have answered. What would you like? Why, yes, it is true. When you open the dictionary and look up the definition for big dumb arsehole, you see a picture of Sean Connery! Ah! Preposterous! It's right there. It's a good depiction it's of It's in the two. book! That's me in high school. That's not me now. Oh, no, but that's what you always will be. That's what everyone will associate with the name Connery and his stupid fishmongering business in a hundred years. Sean Connery's goth face was a mistake. It was, it was. It was, it was, it was. No, see, I'm going to be an actor. And I'm going to play one role that nobody's going to forget. And they're always going to sue me for this role. And dictionaries will go out of style, and everybody will forget them, and remember Sean Connery. Oh, will the role be, I'm a poor, stupid Scotsman who can't afford fresh fish for my fishmongering cut, ooh. so it's all going to be shitty and fried? Ooh, ooh, I'd ooh. see that play down in the play pits next oh. to the bears. Oh, is it going to be a role where you're trying to point at someone accusingly, but you can't because both your fingers are always shoved up your bum? No. My fingers were just removed from my bum five minutes ago before I came here. And yet he still serves people fish sticks. Hello, Maki Desad. Hello, Antoine. It is so good to see you. That's right, it's me, Antoine Desad. Oxbelly! I love having lunch with you. Yes, it is perfect. Ah, but alas, we have lost our third. Oh, um, I hate losing our third no. when he just flushes away. Well, first it was Victor Hugo, but he got too fat and it ruined our appearances. It made the table literally tip in his direction. Then there was Alexander Dumas, but he only ever wanted to eat Jimmy John's. I got sick of this smell. They were free, but too much of a good thing. We need one more for our cool triumvirate, our cool kids table trifecta. And I have found a possible replacement. She demelled. Who is it? It is a cool cat who will fit right in with our crazy cartoon exteriors. Bring him in, monsieur. Dean Kuntz, you may sit down. 
Hi, Dean Coots. Uh, the seat taken? No, I just no, asked you to monsieur. sit down. Oh, why, thank you so much. Yeah, welcome to the table. You're on a trial effort here. If you do well, you will join us here. Marquis de Sade and Antoine de Saint Uxbury. Oh, uh, okay. Um, well, I thought I had joined you at the table, but, uh, okay, I will. So, tell us about yourself. Have you seen any good movies lately? Oh, yeah, uh, I was... Uh, I'm a big fan of movies. Uh, they're, they're, they're fun stuff. I was watching a movie the other day on a TNT. And what was it? He was in a prison and he was with that, um, oh, the, the gentleman with the, with the, the voice. Are you talking about Morgan Freeman and Tim Robbins? Yes. Uh, the Shawshank Redemption. Yes. Uh, that's my favorite film. It's, oh, uh, it would be your favorite film, Dinko. Oh, it's so good. I, I was just, uh, I had, I sat down with my, uh, with my glass of milk and my bowl of vanilla wafers, and I watched the rest of Shawshank Redemption, and uh, you know, it was a nice, it was a nice evening. What time did the evening start? Uh, 9 p.m., 8:30 or so. You know, we're gonna okay. start. That is a little early. It's but a little okay. bit earlier than we like to tune in, but who knows? Yeah. So yeah, I was, I probably started watching it about. We are wild childs. Well, it was right after Risley and Isles. So, after commercial break and everything, it was probably... Did you the... catch the most recent Franklin and Bash? Oh, yeah, it was so good. That was the one where uh, the female uh, lawyer finds the uh, female uh, police officer, and they're in the... Uh, they're having that talking at talking in the courtroom about like what's right and just in today's society. It was a really good one. Was this before or after you finished Ali McBeal? Allie McBeal was not showing that day. Yeah. Yeah, Allie McBeal. Yeah, Allie McBeal shows on Tuesdays. Yeah. uh, Well, we live so 24 7. Oh, it nonstop parties. That's right. It's hard to keep track of what I miss raising the bar with Mark Paul Gosselier. (laughs) (laughs) Jane Jane Krasinski uh, was there. Yes. yes. Uh, That was a. I thought that was a really good show. I don't know why. You know, it's. Typical, you know, typical Hollywood. Once we start liking something, that's when they take it away. All, I don't everything think the, TV is made by Hollywood. Every okay. everything no, that it's under the same umbrella. Everything the critics say is good is I don't know. I'm not not a fan of, but everything the critics say is bad. Like I don't know. I don't mind. You know. So jazz critics uh, just trounced that film Black Knight with Martin Lawrence, uh, and I thought that was uh, just an enjoyable uh, little uh, romp through medieval history. Uh, he, he, how did he, how did Martin Lawrence end up in King Arthur times? It's the idea some of these guys come up with. Cuckoo. <laughs> My daughter uh, is really big into owls, so we've been watching a lot of owl things. Hoot, uh, Legend of the Guardians, Owls of Gahool, uh, of course, the Harry Potter uh, movies. I don't, we've not watched any of them like past like part four or five. That's a little, a little too adult for her, but she'll, she'll grow into it. Um, she's been on a, she's been on a big owl kick and. I went to the uh, zoo the other day, to the to the gift shop. I didn't actually go through the zoo and look at the animals. I just went to the gift shop and got her this neat little Build-A-Bear uh, why, owl. Why would uh, you go to the zoo and not look at the animal? Uh, you know, it's just kind of hot that day. That seems like a bit of a waste to drive all the way up to the zoo. Well, no, it was on my way. to. It was on the way to the Pup and Publishing House. Um, I just live right down Manchester. So uh, it was it was it was fine. Okay. Um. Next question. You love your family. Oh, correct? absolutely. My you... wife Gwendolyn, <laughs> my daughter uh, Margaret, and my son uh, Timmy. How old is your daughter and son? 
Uh, my daughter is eight years old. My son is uh, turning seven uh, in November. Wow, such a ripe young age for mischief. Uh, I think he's uh, I think he's going to be an athlete. Maybe uh, we're going to see about getting him on the soccer team. Oh, oh. oh yes. You soccer. White of passage. Um, yeah. Do you and your family ever get on any... Wacky adventures, any crazy vacations? Oh my goodness, I can't believe you asked me that. So there we were, in the uh, the best western lobby, in uh, Wisconsin Dells, and uh, Margaret, and Margaret was this, Mommy, Daddy, Mommy, Daddy, where, w- w- Mommy, Daddy, where, Mommy, where's my backpack, where's my backpack? And we were looking all over the lobby, because I'd seen her over the snack bar, and I thought, well, maybe she just put it down over there. Couldn't find it, went out to the parking lot, Looked in the back seat, looked underneath the seat, looked in the floorboards, nowhere. Turns out, that little scamp, she left it up in the hotel room. Oh, oh that is That had me on the edge of my seat. Oh, yes, I paid for the whole seat, but I only needed the edge. Oh, we... Uh. Church going sort, you seem pretty straight-laced. Uh, every Sunday, I'm an usher. Every fourth Sunday. Oh, boy. Well, um... Do, what kind of Me? food do you like? Surely you like good food. Well, a man of good taste. Oh, absolutely. Sometimes you have a little too much to drink. Eh? Cut uh. loose, tie one on. Let the hair down. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I felt so fat after I had that A and W cream soda the other day. Uh, I uh, I had a little bit of a little bit of burp after that, but oh, uh, it it cleared up. I had. I don't know what it is. I think they've done something to the new chicken salad sandwiches and McAllister's. Um, I think they've got like they didn't used to have pecans in them. I think that's what's going on. And I've been—I I normally get the chicken salad sandwich. Um, I guess they've just uh, gotten new pecans in for, uh, for their chicken salad sandwiches. Oh, I new pecans. I, I'm not sure, but uh, oh, they're they're really tasty. Uh, so I'm a big McAllister's guy, um, of course. Uh, Panera bread. Uh, what do you get at the Panera bread? Oh, the chicken noodle soup. Oh, okay. Yeah, just do you get? Yeah. Do you at least get it in the bread bowl? You know, treat yourself. Ah, that's uh, back where I'm from. Bowls are called bowls, and they're made out of porcelain. Uh, but I did get a baguette, and okay. Uh, I found the other day. Um, you can take the baguette they give you. You can like kind of pull off pieces of it and uh, kind of let it soak in the chicken noodle soup for a little bit and it adds a nice little like texture. It's uh, it's pretty tasty. Mm, got to break up the monotony of it. Yeah. Lump less soup. I get around as far as food goes. I, yeah. I, I, I like to explore. What is your favorite animal? Uh, Probably Rascal, our dog. R- Rascal. Um. What kind of dog is he? Is he a Labrador? I'm guessing a Terrier. Terrier. Terrier yeah, mix. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was Rascal. Yes. He's a AKC certified. Oh, that's nice. Who rescued who? You know what I mean? Yeah. Of course I got him from the animal shelter. <laughs> what do you... Oh, boy. <laughs> um... Do you... Have any vices, you know? Anything that, um... Do you... Wakes the veneer? Have you, uh... Okay, no, oh, we're, we're a bunch of hot-blooded boys around here. Have you, you like done anything? Excited. Have you done anything with your wife? Watch ah. the Victoria's Secret fashion show, you know. The Hips Don't Lie music video with the sound off. On repeat. Gwendolyn and I, we sent the kids to be with the grandparents oh. overnight. 
And I bet they're, you know, kind of kooky grandparents, you know, like, you know, if I go, oh, if the kids go to give them a sip of bourbon, or, oh, you know, no, 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 no. let them shoot a handgun in the garage, you know, because they're from another time. No, 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 no. We, no. Uh, we sent, uh, we sent uh, Margaret and Timmy off to be with their grandparents for, okay. uh, for a night so that Gwendolyn and I could, uh, you know, have the place for ourselves. Oh, ho, ho, ho! you dog. Oh, you dirty dog. And she made the tastiest fried squash. A oh. fucking cold. <laughs> oh boy, this fucking guy. Did you at least have wine? Uh, we had sparkling cider. Oh my god! Listen! Oh my god! Alright, listen. Excuse me. Listen. Okay, I have been over on the other side of the fucking cafe. You, Frenchman, come yeah. to our table. Who is over there? We have all the other ethnicities. We have the Germans, we have Nietzsche over there, we have the, all of the Russians. They're making Borsk. For us. They're oh. making handmade borsk for us. This sounds like a fun little United Nations party. It is a fun United Nations party. So much variety. Wow, the spice of life. Not like this unseasoned chicken breast over here. This flavorless gelatin. I like grilled chicken breast. Oh, oh cripes. Oven baked is pretty good this, too. This, this, Dean, it has been a pleasure. Well, I don't want to lie to you. It has been a lunch. But I must say goodbye to you, Dean Kuntz. This has been Antoine de saint Uxbury saying, please don't talk to me ever again. This has been saying, Marquis say, peace off. You suck. Huh. You think you know a guy, you know? Well, I'm gonna... Interesting character, so I'm just gonna pop open the uh, lunchbox. Oh. Gwendolyn made egg salad. All right, let's see how this. Ah, oh, Gwendolyn makes the best egg salad. Mmm, tasty, tasty. What was that song I heard on the radio on my way here today? I they played it on the classic rock station, but I don't know that I've ever heard it before. No, it was on the classic rock station. It was on Casey. <laughs> was it that? Was it that Kelly Clarkson's? No. I don't know. It was pretty good. Anyway. Mmm, it's egg salad. What did she give me to drink? Oh, she got me one of those, uh... She got me one of those Kool-Aid powder mix-ups. I can pour the Kool-Aid powder into the water and just... Oh, cool. Oh, oh, great. Ah, oh, Gwendolyn's the best. Okay, well, I guess now that those other guys are at the other table, I can start brainstorming book ideas. Uh, how about I do a book about a man? Okay, all right, this, all right, Dean, you're really cooking now. A man and his ex-wife comes into town. Oh, Dean, you've done it again. You know what, Dean, you've earned it. You get to you get to eat that snack pack chocolate pudding. Treat yourself, Dean. Treat yourself. Since you've been gone. <laughs> Thank you for listening to chapter fifty-six of the Puppin Publishing Podcast. I'm Stuart Woods, author of Scandalous Behavior and Dishonorable Intentions. The Puffin Publishing Podcast is TV's Kevin Lanigan, 
Justin Germeroth, Joe Conroy, and Vern Tooley. We'd like to thank our special guest this episode, Nate Gipsy. The Puffin Boys would like to plug all their usual stuff. Advanced Community Studies, the community podcast that Kevin does, TV's Kevin Substack, his Patreon, Vern's social medias, all at Varnio, all the usual stuff. And by the way, our opening sketch being about a racist who used to talk on the radio, dying alone and going to hell to suffer for all eternity was an intentional choice on the editor's part. Fuck off, Rush. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe and give us five-star ratings on iTunes. Share with all your friends. Check out our Facebook if you want. It barely does anything. But most importantly, keep listening. We are in the home stretch for Puffin Publishing Podcast. Make sure to tune in next month for our four-year anniversary special, whatever that is. Until next time, I am off to investigate Amada. Well, it, it, it's a Dexter thing. I, I murdered them, but uh, I got to show up and pretend that I'm investigating so I can throw the cops off my case. Should not be talking about this in a recording device. I hope I remember to edit this out so that the police don't hear about it, but I know I won't because of comedy. Thank you so much. See you next month. Au revoir. I'm Stuart Woods. Vices, you know? Anything that um do you likes the veneer? Have you Okay, no, oh, we're, we're a bunch of hot-blooded boys around here. Have you, you like done anything? Excited. Have you done anything with your wife? Watch ah. the Victoria's Secret fashion show, you know. The hips don't lie music video with this sound off. On repeat. Uh, well, first off, if your veneer is broken, you don't want to get any, uh, vice grips. You want to get some, like, wood glue or something like that. Um, as far as things with the wife Oh, do I... you bet you stain your deck, huh? Yeah, of course. Uh, uh, we got Thompson's gotta... what is you. Yeah, of course. Uh, and uh, I bet you have hostas all across the lawn. <laughs> Dean, how many garden gnomes would you say you have? Uh, well, we got a Travelocity one, uh, and we have one, it's... We well, I we used to have it once. Once the, once the kids were born, we had to we kind of put it in the garage. But it was one. It was a gnome, and he was just pulling down his pants a little bit, a little mischievous. And Maybe uh, when they're older, they can see that one. But how uh, many tails is your bird bath? Uh, we have two right now, but I'm thinking about getting rid of it and getting a new one in. Uh, Gwendolyn has been uh, she's been adding to the uh, wind chime collection that she's got going on. Oh, a collection. Yeah. Oh, it gets real loud and crazy when the wind blows. Uh, yeah, she's only got two or three of them right now. Oh, um, oh two or three counts as a collection. Yeah, absolutely. I guess we lowered the bar for collection then. That's new. I'll update my dictionary. Yes, yes. I, I have gained something from the...